Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. Nurturing relationships from afar. We feel so torn. While we work really hard to meet new people and create new connections when we move abroad, we also work really hard at the relationships that we have back home. So how do we maintain those home relationships with families and friends? I know from the clients I work with that many of us feel like we're the only ones making any effort. And while that may be true for some people, I ask, does it really matter? So what if you're the one who always phones? As long as you're talking and connecting, it really is a small price to pay. Put it in perspective. I used to think when we moved abroad, we were out of sight, out of mind. I don't mean it as a negative thing, just that family and friends are busy with their own lives. They don't stop and think of us when the song comes on the radio. They don't always stop and think of us when they see a familiar flower. They hear it and they see it all the time. It's us who have those little reminders and it's us when we're abroad that feel the emotional pull. I used to think that until I read Helen Ellis's book about distance grandparenting. Go to distancefamilies.com. Since reading that, I have a different appreciation of what it's like for those left behind. I'm grateful that there are brilliant tools available to make keeping that connection easy. FaceTime, WhatsApp, among others. So instead of getting sad, when you hear that song playing, send a quick message. Hey, I just heard this song and I thought of you. I really miss you. I often leave a voice message instead of a text and it's really easy to do. When I see that familiar flower, a jacaranda for Australia, for example, I take a picture and I send it. Hey, this made me think of you today. If you take the time to do this, you know, deep in your heart, that your family and friends will appreciate it. And it will literally warm your heart to feel that connection. To help your kids feel connected, talk about family often. I love the memories on Facebook and each morning showing the girls who they were meeting and spending time with this many years ago. When at home, I've got lots of photo albums and we often talk about our favourite memories with different people. It can be really fun to arrange online playdates. When Miss J connects with her little bestie from Delhi, they literally take the phone to their bedroom and they compare their books and their toys. It's really sweet to hear them chatting about what their favourite is and ooing and ahhing over each other's things. For birthdays of family and friends, I take a little video of the girls singing happy birthday and send it in a video message. Sometimes I send a recording from a few years ago, a bit of a throwback. It's getting more amusing as their accents change with each move. (laughs) 
But I also sometimes plan an icebreaker. So if we haven't seen the cousins for a long time, for example, at Christmas, I took a gingerbread house for them to assemble and decorate together. After 30 minutes, it was like old times again. It helps them find that space. So when you're moving abroad, recognize that it's hard, but there is loads you can do to make staying connected with friends and family easier. While it might take a little bit of effort, it is totally worth it. And I know with the pandemic, many of us fear not having the opportunity to see loved ones when we want to. To help you with that, I've created a cheat sheet with ideas for nurturing your relationships from afar. Go to expatparentingabroad.com forward slash relationships and download your cheat sheet. How do you stay connected with home? Share your tips. Let's make the transitions easier.